Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is he is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. This is Father Richard Kuntz, along with Deacon John Foucault, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota, on the shores of beautiful Lake Superior. We are airing from the... Um, gathering space of St. James Parish or the Stella Maris Academy, St. James Campus. Deacon John, welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you. Good to be here today. Yeah, you are. Happy Easter. You don't sound like Cindy, my regular co-host. I do not. You I don't do look not. like her either. No, I do not. Yes. So welcome. It's uh, now uh, we were talking a little bit on the air beforehand. Um, uh, you, we've worked together once, maybe. We have. We've done actually a couple times, a couple live drives together. Okay. And I've been a guest on your show where I've been interviewed as well. So okay. I've been on both sides of the table. All right. Well, it's great. It's good to have yeah. you. So Cindy is uh, down in the cities, I think, having fun or something. I don't know where she is. But uh, uh, it's good to have you. I'm a, I'm a sub for her. And so, yes, happy Thank Easter you. very much. Uh, why don't we start the show with a prayer? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the great gift of the resurrection that gave us life and the opportunity for eternal life. We pray blessings upon this show, those who are listening to it especially, but also our guests and those behind the scenes. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So you had a good Easter, I'm assuming. Very nice Easter. Very nice. How about yourself? It was good. You're was a little a, tired afterwards, I'd imagine. Yes. I, yes. In fact, I was saying to somebody um, uh, on Monday, yesterday, which was yesterday, that I think that I am I was more tired from this Holy Week than others past. And I don't know what that's all about. But You're a little older. Yep. Well, thanks, that might John. Be. Yeah. Okay, well, moving right <laughs> along. Uh, I don't know what it was. I, you know, Holy Week is always stressful for the pastors, at least for this pastor it yes. is. Because, I mean, you know, it's... Even though I've been doing it for a long time, it's like you still only do it once a year. But it's a very busy week for you. It's a busy yes. week, and then also the fact that we didn't really have it last year. Right. So it's like it was like it's always stressful. I think so. I think that the tiredness comes more from the the stress than the actual doing it yeah. for me personally. Well, and this year was totally different. Like you said, we didn't have it last year. It was either private live streamed or you know without a congregation. And this right. year. There was there was much more excitement, I believe, of people coming together, uh, being able to gather at the churches, and that excitement also, you know, the adrenaline uh, drains on somebody after four or five it days. It does. It does. Yeah. Well, um, now it's time for rest a little bit. Yes. It's hopefully, anyhow. Yes. All right. Well, we do have our first guest in studio, and so it's Gianna Nipkins. Gianna, say well, hi. hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Thank you very much. But you already asked me that earlier. Yeah, but now we're live. Okay, Gianna, okay, Gianna, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I'm Gianna Niebkins. I'm 18 years old. I go to Marshall School. Um, I have five older brothers. Um, and how's I, that? How's that go for you? It's it's rough. They they're hard on me, but yeah. I'm hard back on them. So okay, that's all right. Works out. Um, and I went to Holy Rosary. Now it's Del Mar's, but right. Holy Rosary from K through eight. And next year I'll be attending the University of Utah. Okay. Good for you. All right. Good so, for you. so now, okay. So now, lots of times for the show, how the show works, we kind of we host kind of figure out who's going to be our guest and stuff like that. And so, I was thinking, you came to my mind right away, and like to be a guest for the show because you're like a celebrity in Duluth. It's like every time I go on like some local news website. There's Gianna Neepkins plastered all over the place. And I think your mom was even on the cover of like the newspaper with you. So, so tell us a little bit, 
How did you get celebrity status in Duluth? Well, I personally don't think I have celebrity status. I feel like I need to ask you for an autograph. (laughs) No, no. Um, Well, basically, I just started playing basketball for Marshall when I was in seventh grade. I still went to Holy Rosary, but they let me play in seventh grade. And then um, I, like, basketball kind of became my passion when I was little. Like, I just really loved it a lot. And I kind of figured out maybe I could start, like, doing, like, get go to college for basketball so i continued to work pretty hard um like every day working out um, did your brothers play basketball yeah they did all the all of them played through high school but then none of them went to college so yeah so you're so showing up your, you will be playing yeah. in college hopefully then yeah yeah yes. i am yeah, yeah great so. congratulations on that thank you yeah so t- okay so okay so why have you been making all the newspapers and the like the local news um, what, I mean, tell us about your year basketball-wise. Well, I, most of the time, um, it's because, well, because my team is great and we won a lot of games this year. Yeah, um, but I didn't see a whole bunch of other uh, marshals. Yes, on the news. <laughs> okay, well, I was I was the leading scorer in the state. Um, and then in our last game against Providence, which was last Tuesday, um, I scored 67, which was a state. You scored 67, 67 points. points. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. All right. So how'd you do that? Did you, do they just like let you sit at the free throw and yeah. just until you get all those points? No, I. They feed you the ball regularly. I take Yeah. It. I take the ball down and then I kind of, my coach, I'm very thankful for my coach cause he kind of like gives me the green light and my team, um, is also great cause they let me like. They trust me, so I'm able to. If I see something, I'm open. They let me take it. They aren't like worried. Oh yeah, of course they trust you. Right. So right. six. Okay, so sixty-seven points in one game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how many score? How many points did your team get that game? Ninety. Okay. Wow. Ninety-one actually. How long of a state record was that before you broke it? Do you know? Uh, no. But the other girl, her record was sixty-three. Wow. Well done. So okay. So you were, but you were also leading the whole state for the year for. For points, right? For yeah. this year. Yeah. So I, how many points did you get this year? I, well, I scored 43.1 per game, but I don't know how wow. much total that is. Okay. Wow. Because a lot of games in basketball for you, yes. Yeah. It's a lot of points. Yeah, so how many how many games were there this season? Um, There were only, well, there were eight. We had 17 regular season games and then um, three playoff games, and then we lost our first round at state, so one state game. Okay, so how close were you to, like, the record as far as like all time basketball, that's about that's over nine hundred points in the season. If I if I calculated it correctly, and I'm not good at math. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's why you made the newspaper. So 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 Utah, do they like check you out or what? Uh yeah, well they actually I play for an AU team called Minnesota Fury, and they check me out on um like through the summer. Like if you get on a pretty good AU team, a lot of um, coaches will come because you have other really good teammates. So um, they checked me out uh, last wait two summers ago yeah two summers ago um and then they offered me september 1st of my junior year and then really? um i went out there in november of that same year and then it kind of just all so, went so there. um uh, is it a free ride are they yeah so it's ride. full total that's so incredible full, full years wow yeah. so that you, is you were pretty happy when you got that yeah so yeah you're not gonna become mormon are you no, okay. no, of course not. I wanted not. to ask okay. that, but okay. Okay. No, well, I mean, not. well, I mean, I'm just saying Utah. Utah you know, no, yeah, definitely. no, I know. Yeah, that was definitely a question, like, because you also oh, you were questioning whether or not you're going to become Mormon. No, no. <laughs> no, I was saying like it was definitely a question because you think like, oh, Utah Mormon, like, but my faith is super important to me, so yeah. we had to 
like kind of figured out. But it's not. There's not just because there's a lot of people that aren't Mormon, and like right. my coaches aren't Mormon. I don't think. So well, let's talk no. about that for a second. Your faith, and obviously your faith is important to you. Growing up in a Catholic school, household education, and so forth. Um, how does that intertwine into your basketball and potentially your career going forward? Yeah. Well, um, like you said, I grew up Catholic, so it's always I've gone to Camp Survive. Um, we go to Mass every weekend. Me and my mom go every Thursday. Um, but basically, it's intertwined because I make sure that everything I do is for him. I pray before every game. I pray when we go leave um, like for AU tournaments and stuff like that. I, I just make sure that God is always the center of everything. That what, do your, what do your teammates say? About, they, your yeah. teammates must know your faith yeah. is important to you. So how do they respond to that? They... Just like, like if I have to say, oh, I have to go to church, like, oh, Gianna has to go to church, like, they just, that's just what they know. Um, and, and sometimes it does get into conversations just like about how, like, I just remember talking to one of my teammates about how she, like, doesn't really go to church, but she believes in God. So sometimes it just, it's um, evangelization tool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Without even knowing it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Opens That's doors. How, uh-huh, exactly. So, I mean, I, I'm assuming, I mean, because everybody knows, like, okay, Gianna Neepkin, she's like a celebrity around here. And so so it's like your classmates must know that God thing. And so you, and kind of like what Deacon John was saying, evangelizing. But, I mean, I'm assuming that, you know, you got God-given talent. And because it's God-given talent, do you ever express that, the fact, well, I got this ability and this talent because of God? Yeah. you ever talk like that to your classmates? Yeah, I try and, like, I think also what my biggest thing is I try to stay humble because I know none of this would be possible without God. So, like, I think that's probably my biggest way of showing that this is God and, like, by re-gifting what he gave me um, and not just, like, because if I just say, if I just, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 and just, like, brag all this t- stuff, it's, like, it makes me seem like I was the one who did this, but I know I'm not, so. Right, well, that's uh, you get some uh, uh, a lot of wisdom for a, for a for a senior. Youth. Yes, exactly. Where'd agree. you get this wisdom? Um, I mean, you could have said, "Well, I'm really cool." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to give it to my mom. Wow, really? Yep, yeah. she has a lot of gives me a lot of faith advice. Your dad is probably listening right now. I was really disappointed. <laughs> Your yeah, mom and dad. <laughs> mom and dad, but mom. my mom is like extra. Extra, make sure that I stay level-headed because you know I'm not perfect. But um, mm-hmm. so, but if your mom's not level-headed, how are you going to stay level-headed? <laughs> well, sometimes I have to keep her level-headed. Uh, so once she gave me wisdom, I have to give it back. Yeah, yeah. well, that's the way it works. Check yeah. and balance. Check and exactly. balance. So yeah. tell us. So what? Uh, I want to just. Get, I mean, so the faith thing is why we have you here. But I'm intrigued by the whole basketball thing because it's like because you're everywhere in the local media. It's like so. What was? What would you say is your high point of this year for you personally? I mean, it's your senior year. We, I suppose you cried at that last game. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have cried. Yeah, I definitely cried, especially since we only lost by three. Um, but I would say the high point is just, like, probably just what my team was able to accomplish this year. We didn't even know because last season we made it to state and we actually won our first game and it got canceled. Oh. So I was just proud that – and we lost another Division One basketball player. So we – Nobody really knew what was going to happen this you, year. You lost to a Division yeah. One basketball player. No, no, we no. had a Division One basketball player on our team, okay. and she graduated and oh. is at Brown University. Okay, oh, okay, all right. But um, yeah, so I was probably just most proud that we got back where we um, left off last year. Unfortunately, we lost, like I said. But um, yeah, I was just proud of our team for getting there, and 
um, we fought through a lot of adversity. So is is a Utah Division One? Ex- yeah. Excuse my ignorance. No. Okay. Yeah. No. You're good. Yeah. Okay. It's Division One. All right. So are you excited about that? Yeah. I'm. I can't wait. Like I'm a little nervous. Just I think that's probably normal. But I'm so excited to play. Like the competition is super good. Like um, in our conference is Stanford, who just won the national tournament. Yeah. So. Wow. Um, it'll be super fun. It's going to be hard, but I think. Marty so do you feel a little intimidated going in to a new team like that? Yeah. How, how do you react to that type yeah. of thing? I think I just know that I'm going to have to like work extra hard um, because my AU team was really good. Like we were for a Under Armour, we were um, like we got second place at the national tournament. So I've played really good competition before, but I know this is going to be a whole new level. But it. It just means that I have to work hard. I think I can do it um, if I just trust the process and everything like that. One of the uh, one of the things that's very typical, unfortunately typical, is that kids go off to college and they kind of drop the faith. I mean, it's yes. it's easy when you're at home and stuff like that with your your parents being that model. How do you how do you envision your carrying out your faith as being such a huge part of your basketball career and life in general when you get to college? Right? Yeah, we talked with the like Newman Center to make sure it was good since like we know it's pretty important so i just want to try and be part of a group that they have um and just attend things that uh they put on like the newman center puts on or like um if there's like a athletes group um christian athletes group or catholic athletes group i'm going to try and be part of that um Mm. and just if it's the front line of um, my life i need to keep it that way Right, right, and that—that's the challenge. Is is you have to go into that setting knowing that that is your desire to do that and embed yourself into those groups. If you don't seek it out, you may not find it. So you have the right path. Exactly, yeah. and I have some my a freshman that's going in. Um, is she's not Catholic, but she's Christian, and she wants to maintain that. So if we both want to maintain, like a friend of yours from school. I uh, no, she is a basketball player, and she's oh. from Minnesota. It just happened okay. that she's from Minnesota. So. Um, I think if we both are like, this is super important to us, it'll be easy to help, yeah, yeah, help each, each other, other. Yep. be yep. accountable. Yep. Exactly. We're, we're um, uh, talking to Gianna Neepkins about faith and basketball, her experience in basketball, her incredible experience in basketball. And we will be continuing this conversation with Gianna immediately after this short break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. In this world of suffering and pain, we've all experienced loss, especially the death of someone we love, and it's never harder than it is with suicide. In our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and for You, we want to be able to help you. We know that the pain and suffering is great, but we also know that we we can get through it. So please visit suicideandhope.com to learn more. Thank you. 
Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Just like the canned voice said, we're coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth on the beautiful shores of Lake Superior. We are talking to Gianna Neepkins, basketball record breaker for the state of Minnesota. And um, uh, and her story is very incredible and compelling. But I do have a question that's off basketball, if you don't mind. Yes, perfect. So I want to know, I mean, what's the story behind your name and how you got your name? Wow, that Come is on, a Gianna. great question. Yes, Jenna, I want to hear all. About, I want to hear what you know about it. Um, well, I know, and I've been told that you actually came up or gave my parents the idea I to did. name me Gianna. So I did. So you're welcome. Do you now. like your name? Yeah, I do really like my name. Okay, so can I tell you that it's kind of a funny story? Actually, I thought it was funny anyhow. So your mom used to work at a local college mm-hmm. and i used to work with her at the, no, i didn't work at the college but i you know did yeah. stuff catholic stuff and and i remember she was pregnant i said well it was talking about the kid's name i said well how about gianna she said what's gianna and i said you've never heard of gianna mola and she said who's gianna mola i said you gotta be kidding you've never heard of this and at that time it wasn't a saint she was blessed gianna mola and so i schooled your mom let's just say i schooled your mom she read the story of gianna mola and she fell in love with the whole idea of it and so the rest is history. So I just wanted to get that out there. Wow. I did not know so, that. That's so, so, awesome. Yes. So Gianna Neepkins, local celebrity. Yes. Everybody knows her now. State basketball breaker of records got her name because of a humble rich. priest <laughs> in Duluth. <laughs> yep. But not a celebrity. But well, yeah, I did get my, that, the name part is true. Yeah. Well, of course it's true. Well, you are a celebrity. It's like I said, you're always you on are. media. Yes, you so, are. So, it's uh, exciting to have you here. So what game was it? I was going to ask you for clarification. Was it your last game that you got that 67 points? Yeah, at the state tournament. we. Yeah, it was my last game. That had to be really but... bittersweet that your very last high school game was the record. At the tournament. Yeah, it, yes. didn't, it, it didn't feel too good to lose. Right, I'd rather right. scored two points and won. Yeah. Right. By that's, a, 30, no, that's a great but, I like that you said that because, I mean, it kind of leads to the next question. It's like, you know, basketball has to teach you to learn to work with people, right? Yeah. And to make a statement like that, I'd rather not have broken the record and only got two points if we would have won. That means it's more about your team than it is about you. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, Working with people um, in basketball, like, you kind of have roles. You have to have roles. Um, And that's kind of just, like, 
like you said, working with each other in roles, um, and that kind of translates to life. Everybody has a role in their life, and um, like my mom has a big role in my life. But um, so that's kind of what I've learned probably the most is how roles and like well translating it from basketball to life is like how roles are important to mm-hmm. everyone and how you live your life. That's that's a great statement. But give me an example of what's one thing that sticks out in your mind that you learn uh, from working with others within basketball that you were kind of surprised by? Um, do you mean like with the role part or just like anything? Anything, anything within it. Um, well, I would say that an example of would be just like sometimes you get a little like frustrated with each other um, <clears throat> when just like that's how it goes in basketball. You get frustrated with your teammates. Your teammates get frustrated with you. So um, like in games when we're down by a lot, that's usually or like down or losing you that's kind of what happens you get frustrated with each other um so in our state game i was definitely there's moments of frustration on both from everyone um but i think when we because we are down by 10 with some time left so we could have easily just been like like give up but um we kind of put every all of our emotions aside and we said like we're either gonna like finish our careers like fighting back or we're gonna just be like remember this like oh wow we just gave up so um we fought back and we we were down one um at the free throw line and we could we had a chance to like tie the game um it didn't work out but we ended up only losing by three because they hit more free throws but Mm -hmm. um basically and that just shows like in that was one big lesson that we can take away like anything in life you can either like put give you give it everything you can put it all in or you can just like give it up and there's no point like you can just stop so that's through through your entire life yes especially with faith too like like you can either give everything to god or just like like be do it yourself i'm thinking it's all you but when it's it is god yeah there's there are like organizations um uh in colleges that have like Catholic athletes or Christian athletes, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. what what are some? Are you planning to get involved with stuff like that? Yeah, I definitely want to be part of that because that will be. I feel like that's a pretty easy way to make sure my focus stays, um, focus stays on God and not um, get sidetracked with all of college and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Um, when was the? What age were you when you realized? Okay, you definitely have a talent. I mean, at what point? Yeah, good question. Um, well, I would say when it became like serious thinking about playing college basketball was probably around my seventh or eighth grade year because I um, there's this team called North Tartan. Um, it's an AAU team, so a spring team that I got on and um, like it really became a serious topic with my family and like even my coaches and like the people around me. So I would say around seventh, eighth grade, I was like, I really want to try and play basketball. Um, like division, I want to work super hard to play division one basketball. So, so what are you on AU team now? Uh, no, cause on your senior season, you don't play cause you have to get ready to college. Cause I leave for college June. Oh, you do June. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we have practice starting then. What do, what do your brothers say? I mean, if they all played basketball, it's like, and you're the one that's going to college Division One. I. I mean, I'm sure they're off, absolutely proud of you. But, yeah. but I mean, as you were getting older and you were breaking all these records and they were watching you do that, what was their reaction? They, well, they like to joke around, like, 
oh yeah, like I can beat you and everything like that, but like deep down they know (laughs) 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 I'm gonna beat them. But uh, yeah, mostly they've just been like it's been really good because we have a family group chat and they are always they like all of them watch most of my games, which is super awesome. um, Now that all of them are streamed online, Um, so they were just they just have been super supportive and like they're super proud of me, which is really nice. Even though we used to fight a lot. They're, they're talking about you in all their circles, I guarantee you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, my yeah. sister, my sister, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I even break about knowing you. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course I do. That's why I had to throw in that name story. That's right, that's right. So, so what, okay, so, I mean, there's, you know, as we talked about before the show, there's a lot of people that are listening. Uh, you know, I mean, what kind of advice would you give to, you know, maybe younger people that were into sports and how do they incorporate that into their faith life? I would say basically just to remember um where like what is have god to be the center of your life um just do like the little things like like praying before a game is super easy but it keeps you centered and remembering that god gave you everything so give it back all to him so i would say just you have to make sure Christ is at the center of your life, and that's your main focus before anything else. I kind of, kind of, we're talking a little bit about that already, a little bit, but I'm just going to ask you based on something you just said. Do your classmates actually see you pray? I mean, your teammates. Yeah. Um. Are well, they, I mean, I think yeah, because usually it's like, um. Well, I like in that usually during the national anthem, I'll pray because that's just a time where I'm by myself, and I always, I have, one of my best friends is my manager, so um, I tell her. Oh, like every time I'm pretty much like she can hear me kind of like whispering and like praying and stuff yeah. like that. So and do you have a, a certain prayer that you do like during the national anthem every game or do you, is it just spontaneous? Yeah, I, well, I kind of say, but I always say this before my game, let all that I do glorify you and keep me and my team injury free. That's one I always say. And then I'll like just talk a little bit to God, but that I always say that before my game. And your team as well. You include them as well. Which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. No. This is uh, it's pretty sweet. Um, uh, trying to think. I, I just lost my train of thought. I was going to ask you something else. Well, we were just talking about words of encouragement. Talking about t- because team members knowing your faith and seeing you pray or knowing that you are praying and so forth. That is such a great thing. The, so, not came to me. It's like so. I mean, the one thing that I, uh, well, one of the things that you've said that's really spoken to me is that idea of like it's all on God. It's not me. How does I'm a how is it that being humble about your ability and your talent better than not being humble? I mean, is there is there a benefit to being humble about the talent that God gave you? Because, I mean, he clearly gave you an incredible talent. So so what would be the benefit to saying, as you've been saying, as opposed to saying, no, this is me. I, I mean, I'm this good. Um, I think, well, the benefit probably is that, well, it's it's to me it's just like the truth. So it, there, it would like it wouldn't be like me. It wouldn't be truthful for me to be like, oh, it's all me. So, but a benefit is just like um, other people can see that that I I know it's not me, and then like maybe they can see like like we talked about maybe evangelizing. That's a little bit of evangelizing. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just not the truth. If I am putting it all on me, and his uh, change of subject here a little bit, or a change of direction. Utah. When was the last time have they ever made it to like March Madness? Um, they. I don't think they have made it to the tournament yet, but 
hopefully. Well, they're Division One, right? Yeah, yeah, and they just moved Division One not that long ago um, to the Pac-12. So. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, or they I moved mean, to the Pac-12. Did, did the, I mean, I'm, I suspect that the recruit people were pretty excited about getting you. I mean, you probably had other options, right, to go to other schools. Yeah, I had other. Op- I had seventeen offers that wow. I could, but um, I yeah, that just was the best fit for me. Um, but yeah, I think I hope they're excited. I'm excited um, to to learn from them. So oh, can't they be? You're like the state yeah. like champ. I mean, is, <laughs> how, how can they not be excited? Yes, it's it's of course. Se- they are. So seventeen other offers that you had to weigh through and give consideration to. What was that like? Was that stressful? Um, it was definitely stressful, but, um, like we've been talking about this whole time, I kind of just left up to God and knew that he would put me in the right direction where I wanted to go. I, that was definitely a time where I had to pray a lot, but, um, besides the stress, I knew not every person gets the same opportunities. Um, so I was just trying to be grateful for everything I got. What was the, uh, what was your second choice? Um, I also... Uh, Villanova. I know that's going to be like interesting Catholic school, but yeah, I just um, I was looking at Villanova, and then also my brothers go to St. Louis University. So okay, Louis. but like you said at the top show, you wanted to become a Mormon, so you just you have anything else? We have uh, you know about thirty five, forty seconds left. Anything, anything else you'd thoughts? like to? Um, well, thank you guys for having me, but I just want people to know that to remember that. Christ is important, and I want people to know that he um, has given me a ton, and I could never be for I could never give as much thanks for that. Yeah, well, that's great, Jenna. You've been a, a great guest, and I I know that God's going to continue to bless you greatly if you could th- if you keep that attitude. And so I expect to see Utah in March Madness next yes. year. We'll I hope keep our so eyes too. on it. Best yes, of luck to you. Thank right, you very yeah. much. Yeah, thank you thank very you. much. Uh, I'm, uh, thank you, Jenna. After our break, we'll be having your opportunity to call in with your theological or even political questions if you want. After this break, live, engaging. And local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 